Welcome to the Dislocation Podcast, where we discuss innovation in real estate. I'm David Friedlander. I am George Pollack, and today we have a special episode focused on the latest news from yesterday, I think, or two days ago, Amazon making its first investment into a construction company. Yeah, so it was, technically it was Amazon's Alexa fund, mm -hmm. uh, which is actually kind of a important bit of information and obvious ventures, uh, which is, uh, helmed by, uh, Andrew Beebe and Ev Williams, who's the co-founder of Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. But wait, maybe before we dive into the details, uh, let's kind of give her a, a, an overview of what we want to discuss today. And like basically looking at why did Amazon become interested in this space? I mean, construction seems like a very outdated industry or maybe that is the reason, uh, what are they looking to achieve here and, you know, what it might mean for the rest of the industry, what other similar efforts exist and uh, basically what you should know about it and kind of some initial ideas and thoughts from us. Yeah. So what actually happened, David? So well, we're starting to say, yeah, the, the, what happened was a 6.7 million series a towards plant. Uh, plant prefab is, I think, their their proper name, and they've been around for a few years. They they uh, spun off of a development company called the Living Homes, and they've been focused mm -hmm. on mostly single family and low rise wood multifamily uh, prefab housing. They're based uh, in the L.A. Greater Los Angeles area, and yeah, so that's the. I mean, that's the basics. So when I first heard about it, I mean, first I was like really excited because every time something kind of crazy and improbable happens in the real estate industry, I love it because it's the kind of stuff that, you know, we predict and talk about and dream about. And then it happens and, you know, you're exhilarated because yes, the industry is changing and yes, there is new money and new capabilities and new type of players are becoming relevant. Uh, and, and especially when it's someone like Amazon, it's extra amazing because a lot of these traditional real estate companies just assume that they can keep doing things the way they've done them before. And even if there's these kind of tiny startups pestering us, you know, they're never going to really make a dent in the industry. So in someone as big as Amazon or in other examples from the last year, you know, companies as big as SoftBank suddenly or Google get into the space, you're really like, okay, I hope that makes people realize that, you know, the current way of doing things is not sustainable and there's enough money and enough power in the world. Uh, that is coming to disrupt that. Uh, but I'm getting carried away. Like the two things, the two other things that are more practical that kind of came to mind is why is Amazon doing it? And one was actually to house maybe its own employees, which, you know, it has like, I think uh, probably around 200,000 now. And they've been talking about building more or less a new town for their new headquarters. And many cities around the nation have kind of been standing in line to try to convince them to come over. Uh, and the second one, which I think you started to allude to, and I want to hear your opinion about, is the, the Alexa angle, the kind of smart home, being in control of everything that, that involves the home environment and everything in it that can be delivered by Amazon. Uh, am I on the right track here? Yeah. I mean, there's, so there's, there's two things going on. One is like the, the interest in modular and prefab construction, which is, you know, seems to be on the rise. Uh, you know, I, th I think you alluded to Katera, mm -hmm. uh, they, they, um, you know, they got a, uh, 865 million series D, uh, soft led investment run. 
-hmm. and then about a billion in total probably by now yeah i think it was like yeah like 1.1 something like that uh and it's kind of funny because a lot of times people are like oh you know real estate tech investment and so you know it's over a billion dollars and it's like 865 million of that is in uh is you know represented by that one investment but you mean construction tech yeah not just yeah well like no I i think Maybe it is construction. Right, just we work alone, raise five billion. Right, right. Good, good point. Yeah. Five billion. Uh, yeah. uh, so any, anyway, so there's so the interest in 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 prefab assembly and and modular construction. Uh, the the mm-hmm. two the two are different because prefab can really encompass anything that is, uh, you know, could be like a, a kit home or something like that. But but, Katera is doing uh, presumably doing some some modular construction. Uh, there's other players like Full Stack Modular, Casita, and Blockable who've you know who've who've raised a bunch of money in the last few years. And also, um, there's Factory OS. Is that Google backed one? So, or well, related to Google? yeah. So, so there's the distinction there, which is uh, Factory OS was commissioned by Google to build uh, as either 300 or 350 workforce housing uh, uh, units mm-hmm. in. Um, what was it? It's in, uh, was it in Mountainville? Mountain View? So, yeah, I think some somewhere around that, that region, yes. Yeah. So um, that, as far as I know, they did not necessarily invest in them. So that, so there's one distinction. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they just wanted to kind of play with like a new technology instead of just getting a real estate yeah, developer I mean, and saying it's, we need it's, houses for our employees. It's not that new technology. I mean, what, mm-hmm. what Factory OS is doing uh, is, you know, it's pretty, pretty tried and true technology. They're doing low rise, uh, wood modular construction. And, um, it just, you know, it's, it's association. Like if it was associated with whatever, um, mm-hmm. lumber liquidators or something like that, no one would make a you know big stink about it, but, but because it's, because it's in Silicon Valley and because it's associated with Google, it's, it, you know, it became a big, big thing so anyway so there's okay, but let's go so, back to amazon yeah yeah so. yeah yeah so amazon so so it's you know it's the uh alexa fund and and you go to the alexa fund page and it's basically like we are investing in voice technology so this mm-hmm. is not i mean so far as i know like you know would yeah would, would modules are not sentient like a, yeah an ai voice assistant related kind of yeah. endeavor yeah so they put they put out a press they being uh I think it was a it was a joint press release from Plant and Alexa, and, and they didn't mention anything explicitly about it. But then I guess um, I, I came across a Fast Company article, and and uh, the Plant's CEO Steve Glenn said uh, that they're actually working to integrate Alexa and other smart home technology uh, into their standard home platform. So, mm-hmm. uh, so and, and it's interesting. I think the Alexa fund also led Amazon's investment uh, into, or, sorry, acquisition of Ring uh, earlier this year. And Ring is kind of a, a home intercom security access control system, mostly for, for single family houses that basically allows you to open the door. And Amazon's interest there is just, you know, people are getting a lot of packages instead of leaving them outside. If Amazon can kind of control the door, open the door, drop the package, close the door, and make sure that everyone is notified and aware of it, and that's a powerful thing for them. Right. Um, but I that's a, that, that, wasn't enough. They said, Oh, why not take over the whole house? Yeah. I mean that, that to me is a little bit more, a lot more linear, a connection, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, uh, so, uh, 
you know, so this is not the first time that uh, that Amazon has partnered with uh, a home builder. They have, they have a uh, thing going with Lennar, who's a big mm-hmm. single family housing builder. Company. Yeah. Uh, but that one was like more sort of like here, let's, let's use your demo houses as a place to stick a bunch of Amazon devices. Uh, I think that this, you know, the investment in plant could, could be something a little bit bigger. Like it could be like, Hey, we're going to actually think about integrating our, you know, our, 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 our hardware and software into the actual fabric of, of the, of the construction mm-hmm. of, of a house. I have no idea what that looks like. You know, um, I do know, you know, current, current smart home technology is, is plagued with, uh, uh, interoperability issues where, you know, like various different sensors. Yeah, and, there's like a and, zillion new IOT devices that are coming to market and, right slightly less than gazillion different software platforms that are trying to kind of aggregate all of them together to be fully controlled and to provide some sort of coherent interface and analytics. Uh, and it's probably just going to get more and more crowded. So I guess it makes sense for someone to come and try to integrate it and show how everything works from beginning to end instead of letting consumers kind of mix and match. Yeah, I but I don't know exactly you know how that will be worked in technologically structurally into uh, a housing unit itself like mm-hmm. why why is it essential to you know be at um you know be in involved with the process of actually designing house and, and again like we're you know we're we're inferring a lot here <laughs> um you know that's, uh, what, that's what podcasters do what do you yeah. <laughs> um you know like and, and and like keeping a little perspective here it's like this is a 6.7 million dollar investment uh, you know, and, and in the press, or I think it, yeah, it was in the press release are basically like, you know, they're going to make some key, the, what they're going to do use the investment for is making some key executive hires and, uh, you know, working on some of the technology, but they're not necessarily building out like huge, uh, you know, they're not, they're not getting robots. Um, you know, like, I mean, you can get like half of a robot for $6.7 million. Yeah. It's a very, it's a very small investment, especially in this space. I mean, for a hardware company in construction, uh, but still, I mean, 6.7, you know, you can hire a few interesting people and kind of prepare yourself for a much bigger round within less than a year, I would say. Yeah, totally. Um, And I'm sure plant is stoked about it. mm -hmm. So, so what does this mean for like, you know, if I'm today a middle-sized kind of construction company, what does it mean for me? Do I care about this? Does it has, have any implications immediately or medium term uh, or just kind of, you know, a curiosity that, you know, that happens in Silicon Valley and it's kind of nice to hear, uh, but doesn't really matter to traditional yeah. companies in this space. My Sort of my, 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 my gut is, I, I forget who said it. I don't know if Harley said it or, or someone said it. It's like, there's, there's no longer going to be. Harley is Harley Quartz, the founder of Nuclein. Yeah. Dot com. Yeah. Yeah. There's no longer te- going to be tech companies, you know, uh, like everything is tech. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so it's really going to be like every, every company is going to have technology in its DNA. And to think that, uh, you know, some, some companies are going to be analog by their very nature, uh, 
that notion is going to is going to dis- dissolve and you can you can either you know start moving in that direction now or you can you know wait till uh, one of the big giants is going to overtake you and uh, you know I, I, I forget where I was reading it but basically it's it's it, the the technological might is really being consolidated in the you know in the hands of the Amazons and the Facebooks and the, and the Googles and mm-hmm. uh, whether they're you know uh, originating those ideas or acquiring those ideas um, is kind of is 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 unimportant but but um, you know the Amazon's interest, could you know certainly portend uh you know uh, the change is coming to this industry sooner exactly. than expected and complacency is not a recommended strategy yeah exactly <laughs> and and big asterisks housing is hard you know yeah. uh, and and in plenty of people have tried to disrupt it and um you know it's uh it it it, it is a an industry at least in the United States that has uh, resisted uh consolidation uh there's still you know i i don't know the number but there's you know hundreds if not thousands of 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 home builders uh, across the country like it's not something that has even like the biggest uh home builders or you know they 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 they, they have it's not like they're taking up you know 40 percent market share they're you know they, they might be like three percent something like that mm-hmm. yeah and i mean particularly in construction i mean there's a lot of different codes in different uh, places there's the issue of employees needing to learn how to use these systems properly to really take advantage of the, the efficiencies that they create. Uh, I, I spent some time this summer with uh, with a company uh, down in Georgia called Division Five, which is a subsidiary of a, of a bigger investment company over there that's involved in different uh, construction-related investment and software companies. And I saw in their factories that you know, on the one hand, you can have the kind of best-in-class machines that come from different parts of the world after experimenting with stuff, you know, from Scandinavia and Japan and New Zealand and kind of, and then you have the best software, but the software often doesn't play nice with the machine. So you have to build another machine to kind of adapt between them. And then you have to deal with stuff that is really not very techy, but in order to take advantage of the tech, you need it there. So the trucks have to arrive at a certain angle and a certain height and stuff has to be packed in a certain way. And, and still there's a lot of screws and kind of manual labor involved. Uh, and for to take advantage of all the efficiencies, you really need everyone to play nice. You need an architect that knows how to design for these type of things and the engineers that know how to work with it. And you need a plumber and a cement pouring and everyone has to kind of align to a certain standard. It's a very, very difficult thing to achieve. Uh, and, and I've seen it achieved, but I also saw how still, you know, it's a very difficult thing. It's not something that you can kind of say, oh, you know, I have some piece of software and now everything's going to work amazingly well and smoothly. Uh, but it's also a worthy effort because when it works, it does save a lot of time and money and it's much safer for everyone involved and much less wasteful uh, in terms of material and time and transportation. So, um, But that, I mean, that's even leaving aside once you have your systems perfected that uh, that you're, you know, <laughs> maybe you get that all together and, uh, and you have nothing to build, like no, you know, the, 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 the market takes a, a downward turn and, and all of a sudden everything is for naught. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, there is always the, yeah, the, the housing market is uh, notoriously, um, cyclical, but even then I think those that can do things faster and have much higher margins, I mean, will be in a better position than those, that, you know, just live kind of hand to mouth and, uh, you know, 
have to constantly look for for things and compete with other people on that. Yeah. On price. Well, so. and 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 companies like like Plant are, you know, I, I think there's an, another renewed interest in this, you know, the productization of housing, mm-hmm. uh, which you know is you know still something that. Has, has has been somewhat somewhat elusive. Um, not you know not not so totally. to make it like a car or something that is designed properly, manufactured properly, and delivered as a product that is completely functional and yeah, and that has universal of, standards and yeah, uh, you know that that can that can be systematized. It doesn't mean that it can't be customized at the same time, but but you know you're you're operating with some some basic assumptions uh, mm-hmm. uh, that you're not recreating the wheel every time that you you, you start a new project. Okay, so maybe to, to wrap it up, yeah. what does this mean for the rest of the the kind of prefab companies or kind of inno- innovative construction companies? Are you expecting like a growth in like investor interest in this space now, especially following kind of Amazon stepping in or dipping its toes? I'm not I, I'm not I'm not necessarily sure that this is the thing that mm-hmm. uh, that is is going to do it. If anything, it might it might really, uh, I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, Google's home systems and, you know, mm-hmm. even Apple and Apple's home kit, mm-hmm. uh, this might actually <laughs> spur those guys to, to, you know, uh, to, to get into, into that scene as well. Uh, whether, you know, whether it's, whether it's modular or, or, or otherwise. Okay. Uh, I think, I think there's a general interest in, in modular and prefab, which, uh, which is, which is which is there, but this particular investment is 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 distinct in a way. Okay, because of it being more about the smart home and what's inside the home, and less about kind of necessarily revolutionizing the construction process per se. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. What about um, you? What do you? I, think? I I mean I think probably I mean the soft back investment in Katera more than anything else really shows it suddenly. A lot of money and interest, uh, and and it makes sense because there's just a lot of money on earth at the moment. A lot of venture capital and private equity funds that haven't been deployed, uh, and some funds that are very very large, such as SoftBank and a few others that are now coming up. Uh, and when you really need to deploy billions of dollars every year, there are very few industries that are big enough to even absorb these type of bets. Uh, and, and real estate at large and construction in particular is, is one of those few industries. So I, mean, I, I do expect uh, to see more of it. And also, I mean, we both know that it's a very, it's an industry that is ripe for so much disruption and so much improvement, uh, even with all the existing limitations on, you know, how much you can do really uh, immediately. But there's still, there's plenty of really, really simple things that, uh, that can make things much better, including things that have already been invented just in terms of, you know, inventory management and sourcing and pricing things and, uh, uh, you know, just-in-time delivery, a lot of stuff from the manufacturing world, you know, is, is being done for like 30 or 40 years that doesn't exist in construction. Well, I mean, at least uh, we forget Katera's main thing is supply chain optimization. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah. I mean, modular is kind of, I think it's, it's, it's a relatively, it's, it's one facet. Of yeah, I think that they're basically trying to build in every type of way. I mean, modular and prefab and light gauge steel panels and wood. And uh, I mean, we'll also have to see how sustainable that is as a strategy because a strategy of like, we do everything everywhere, right. uh, you know, strategy usually needs to have trade-offs to be uh, effective. But uh, but for now as a story, it does sound exciting. And 
it appeals to at least one person who manages a $100 billion fund, which is always a good place to be. Uh, all right. I think we, we've kind of, uh, <laughs> we threw enough assumptions and thoughts on this topic. Uh, so yeah, bottom line, Amazon is now an investor in a construction company. Uh, it's interesting both to the people within the houses who are, you know, concerned about their privacy and on how they order stuff into their house and also to the people who build the houses who uh, received, I don't know if a full wake up call, but a little kind of snooze uh, about the fact that, you know, things are changing and you have to be proactive about, you know, transforming your own organization uh, if you want to remain relevant over the next few years. Um, so I was Drawer Poleg. I still am David Friedlander. And uh, this was this location. We hope you enjoyed it, share it with your friends, and have a great weekend. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Bye.